we wear masks, not just on Halloween and COVID times. We wear other types of masks, emotional masks, uh, in our interactions with others a lot for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes it's fear, you know, we've been hurt. So we don't immediately reveal who we are to others. We kind of just hold back a little bit until we know that we can trust them. That's perfectly natural. That's probably the right thing to do in most cases. Sometimes we wear masks, we pretend to be something that we're not in order to impress others. Sometimes we wear masks because we want to be loved, we want people to care about us, but that kind of backfires because if we're wearing a mask and then somebody starts to care about us, somebody starts to love us, they're loving the mask, not us. So the pretending that we're doing ends up backfiring because we're seeking out to be loved and we're actually preventing it by not being ourselves. Now, what does this have to do with the gospel today? Well, the, the conversation that happens between Jesus and the disciples and then with Peter has to do with identity. Jesus wants to know what they think, what the people think and what the disciples think he is or who he is. Jesus wants to know if they can see his identity. And Jesus doesn't wear masks. He is all himself. He's not capable of deception. But there's another layer going on here. There's something else that's sort of in the background. And one thing that Jesus knows is, in order to really see somebody, it's not just about masks. In order to really see and understand who somebody is, you have to love them. You could never understand a human being if there's no love involved. Why? Well, because in order to see somebody truly, you have to care about them. In order to care about them, you have to love them. And so when Jesus is asking, who do people say that the Son of Man is, that's a gauge for their love. And when he asks, what about you, who do you say that I am, that's a gauge for their love. And that's why when he asks, who do men say that the Son of Man is, all the answers are wrong. They don't know who Jesus is because they don't love him, at least not yet. And then when Jesus says, who do you say that I am, Simon Peter says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. He gets it right. He sees him because he loves him. And look at what Jesus says. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. The love of God is in Peter. And speaks to Peter. And because of that, Peter's allowed to see Jesus for who he really is. Now there's a lot going on here. How you see others when, we, when you judge them. How we look at others when we look down at them. Just understand, it's really like helpful for us to understand. When I'm judging somebody else, when I'm looking down on them, when I'm angry at them, and there's not love in my heart, I'm not really seeing them. So that means the thing that you're angry at is not a real person. Have love in your heart and your eyes will kind of clear up. It'll take some of the dust away from your eyes and you'll be able to see them as a person and you'll see a lot of the misunderstandings are going to go away. And for others to see you, they have to see you, which means 
when they earn it, you shouldn't do this early, but when you get to that point where you're able to be vulnerable around them, show them who you are, be yourself. And when you can be yourself, then they have the opportunity to actually love you. And you have the opportunity to actually be loved. And there's something very special and beautiful about that. But the gospel isn't really about human love for each other. This is about love of God. This is about Christ. Although it has that application, which I think is really, is really good. But in order for you to see God, God's love has to be in you already. That means it is a supernatural reality. That means the Holy Spirit already has to be given to you. God has to love you first. And give you His Holy Spirit that you all received during baptism. And then you're able to love Him. We never love God first. It's always Him who's in charge. He's always the first one that initiates our salvation and our relationship and our friendship with Him. And then when, God see, well, then when you see God, and you know that you are seen by God, and when you love God and you know that you're loved by God, look what happens to Peter. Blessed are you, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. When you see God, and you know that God sees you, you're given an identity. You are Peter. It's very interesting. When we see the other people in love, we see who they are. When God sees us, He makes us who we are. We don't give other people their identity. We recognize it when we love them. When God sees us and, and we're open to His love, He gives us our identity. His name was Simon before. Jesus named him Kepa. He gave him a new identity because when, I, when we have a relationship with God, we become something new. And in the case of Simon Peter, he became the first pope, the head of the church. And he was given this enormous mission and this enormous power. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Now, we're not given the same mission as Peter. Although maybe one of you guys will be pope one day. I won't. I know that. But... Same thing happens though in a parallel way, in a parallel way to each of us. We recognize Christ. He recognizes us. We get a new identity. We become something new. And when we become something new, it's not for us. It's a mission to the world. And that means the love that God gives us, we have to give to others. And, and when we have that, we have power. And so look at how Jesus, in a really interesting way, ties together love and power. And there's nobody else who really does that in the same way. In all the worldly sort of thinkers and all the political philosophers in the world, power is its, is, its, is its own thing. And if you have money, you have power. And if you have power, you can harm others and you, they have to listen to you. For Jesus, that has nothing to do with any of that. Power is a result of your mission, which is a result of love. So brothers and sisters, Come and receive Christ and perceive in the Qurban, in the Eucharist, that Jesus is there. And when you see Him and He enters your heart, the relationship of love and friendship, and therefore your mission to the world begins.